0: Zimbabwe is likely to have a transitional government after the army takeover. A deal has been proposed that dismiss uh, that the dismissed former vice president Emmerson Mnangagwa should lead a transitional government that will be constituted of stakeholders from other political parties. President Robert Mugabe has been given an opportunity to negotiate an exit that includes state protection for him and his family and the two special envoys sent uh, by President Jacob Zuma as Sadek, chairperson to Zimbabwe, held talks with the stakeholders in Harare last night to try and chart a way forward for the country. Well, we joined in studio uh, by uh, Sophie Mokwena, the SABC's uh, foreign editor, uh, to tell us more about this. So uh, it hasn't stopped the developments in Zimbabwe, Sophie. And uh, interesting now talking about uh, this transitional government. But it would seem as though this was the plan all along. Like I indicated yesterday, that uh,
1: starting from the meeting uh, some few months ago, after the funeral of Kitumile uh, Masire, uh, the former Botswana president, where the former South African president went to Zimbabwe, where in a meeting there was a meeting with Mugabe, but also with cabinet, but also with the uh, the, the army problems were brewing and finally it led to what happened on monday where the army uh, chief or army commander made that announcement he was clear that something has to happen change must happen and we are told uh, there is a proposal it is a proposal for now that indeed emerson nangagwa must lead a transitional government and uh, perhaps uh, elections uh, should be postponed so that the stakeholders uh, prepare a better ground for elections the uh, the environment where everybody will be comfortable going to the elections and the proposal is that uh, the two vice president one it's likely to be mr dabengwa a former minister The second one, it's likely to be Joyce Mujuru, the former vice president, and also create a prime minister position. And the prime minister position, it's likely to be Morgan Changarai. But these are the talks, and uh, we are not sure whether finally uh, things will pan out that way, as you indicated earlier on, that, uh, you know, you can't predict what's likely to happen. And the other issue is, will President Mugabe agree to negotiate his exit.
0: Is he in a position where he can, you know, uh, basically flex any sort of muscle? Is he in that sort of position?
1: I don't know what to say, but I don't want to sound rude. But I don't know whether he's in that space or in that position, or he has a capacity
0: to really decide what needs to happen. So everybody's talking about huge change in Zimbabwe. But the more I look at this, it looks as though this is at its very rudiments a power struggle within ZANU-PF. So how much change is that likely to bring to Zimbabwe overall? When
1: you have this transitional government and you accommodate other political parties, it looks like, yes, you have a change. But look at the proposal. Dabengwa, a former ZANU-PF. Mujuru, former ZANU-PF. And then, of course, you bring Changarai as well, the leader of the main opposition. So it's very difficult to really agree that this will work or this is a final solution that will lead to lasting peace and perhaps creating an environment where you can rebuild the economy because apparently one of the tasks of this interim government or the transitional government The priority is to restore the economy. And these are the proposal. Or you remember on
0: Monday, that's exactly what the commander of the Defense Force said. Mm -hmm. Indeed. And then a a message here from Terence Brand on uh, Twitter says, "Uh, good to remove Bob, but elevating a guy in his 70s already mocks that effort. Uh, there certainly ought to be men and women in their 50s that can do better than the Mkulu's. Grandchildren need their Mkulu's attention. So, you know, again, people becoming more and more skeptical about the so-called change. Exactly,
1: because when you look at the uh, liberation organizations in SADC region, the challenge they have is to move from one generation to the other. Currently, there's this generation where we are stuck and they they still want to continue or to finalize whatever they thought they would want to finalize so a transition from a, a liberation organization uh, handing over to younger generation is a challenge not only in Zimbabwe but
0: in many countries in this region wasn't grace supposed to come into that void Wasn't she supposed to be the next generation, the G40? I
1: think uh, the way she went about this whole thing has rather caused the current problem in Zimbabwe. And I think uh, it's going to be difficult for her to be a factor in future. But never say never.
0: And uh, just a final one. Have we heard anything back from the envoys? Uh, Any updates? Uh, They they
1: did uh, meet different stakeholders. It's not clear. whether they were able to speak to President Robert Mgabe, but also the content of the meeting. We don't have the content of the meeting yet, and we're hoping that today Efet Musegua will be able to speak to Minister Nusivuema Pisangagula. Perhaps she will be able to share some information,
0: but of course, I guess very little, of course. And uh, speaking of uh, Effort Musekiwa, our reporter in Harare, let's cross to him right now. Effet, good morning. And uh, can you confirm whether uh, that meeting last night uh, actually did take place and whether anything came out of that with the envoys?
2: Uh, good morning. Yes, I can confirm uh, the envoys arrived around 7 p.m. last night. Uh, they went straight into meetings um uh, up until 1 a.m., that's the last confirmation that I got uh, when I spoke to the South African ambassador to Zimbabwe, uh, Mb- um, Pakaman pa- pa- Mbete, he told me that they were still in, uh, in meetings, though he could not divulge the location because of the sensitivity. He says they were moving from one location to the other, meeting the various stakeholders. He uh, uh, promised that the, after the meetings had been finalized, he would then uh, get hold of me and they would then release some form of a statement or a position highlighting what would have transpired and what concessions have been made and what agreements would have been uh, agreed upon.
0: So have you received any communication from him?
2: Uh, I'm still trying to get hold of him this morning. Um, I've tried his office, I've tried his mobile number, it's going unreachable. But I'm still trying. Uh, We haven't received any information as of this morning.
0: So uh, as you wake up this morning, do you know exactly where President Robert Mugabe is? And also there are reports that Grace Mugabe is not with him. Are you able to confirm that at
2: all? Um, you, 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 you might remember that uh, in Zimbabwe, information is very difficult to come by. And right now, because the military are the, one, the ones calling the shots, it makes it even more difficult because the military do not divulge information so we do not know exactly the military did not even tell us the whereabouts of the president all they said to us was the president is safe uh his security is guaranteed but they did not divulge his location uh but we understand that uh yes uh but there were rumors that uh grace mugabe is still in the country she is still with uh president mugabe But I think the only people or the only confirmation we might get would be from the envoys when they finally do divulge uh, uh, who they've managed to speak to and uh, what has come out of it. But we can't confirm, we do not even know the whereabouts of um, Grace Mugabe, we do not even know the whereabouts of uh, the former Vice President Emerson Mnangagwa. Even yesterday during the, um, the address by the war veterans who uh, uh staunch supporters of uh, Emerson got to take over from President Mugabe. When they were asked uh, the question that where is President Robert Mugabe, the, their response was every day of your life you, you go about your business not worrying where the president is. All you need to know or all you need to worry about is that he is safe and that he is uh, uh, discharging his duties. So currently, I cannot confirm the whereabouts of Grace Mugabe. We do not have that information at uh, at the end.
0: Wow. It's not every day that the military takes over the country. Well, but uh, with all of that said, what is the situation like in the capital and the rest of the country this morning? And more importantly, what are ordinary Zimbabweans saying about what is happening at the moment?
2: As I speak to you right now, I'm actually in the uh, capital, uh, in the central business district. We have uh, gone around today. The military are still there. The, the, the military tanks are still there on the streets. But they've allowed access to the roads that they barricaded uh, yesterday. So you can freely move around. You know, people are just moving around, pa- passing the military tanks. You know, the situation, it's, it's not as tense as it was yesterday. But you still have military presence on the streets of Harare. Uh, ordinary Zimbabweans, uh, you know, they are mixed, uh, mixed reactions. But the the, the biggest uh, or the most pertinent one is that most are not so sure the, what the military intends to do because up until now the military hasn't even indicated what it is that uh, they want uh, done or which way this whole situation will, will end. So right now people are very skeptical that the military might not in the end um, uh, relinquish power back to to to, to the civilians. Or they might actually, the situation might uh, deteriorate and you might get violence on the street. So you have a lot of people that are very unsettled, but you also have a few that are very happy, you know, people, are, especially in the opposition circles, people who really wanted to see the end of uh, the rule of Robert Mugabe. So you have mixed reactions on the street.
0: Efid Musakiwa, our reporter in Harare, we're going to leave it there for the time being. And uh, for more on this situation in Zimbabwe, we join on the line uh, from Harare by the Vice President of the Main Opposition Party, MDCT, and uh, former Deputy Prime Minister of Zimbabwe, Dr. Togozani Kupe. Thanks for your time this morning. Good morning. Dr. Kupe, so uh, you drove from Bulawayo to Harare last night. Uh, How would you describe the situation in the country at the moment?
3: You know, yesterday I was pleasantly surprised because uh, when I drove from Bulawayo, I went through five roadblocks into Harare, but uh, I was not harassed. Uh, People that I came across were not harassed. All the uh, soldiers were asking for, was your ID, and they requested to search your cars. They were looking for guns. But I would like to say that yesterday, from what I saw, the army conducted you know, their duties in a professional way. They were not harassing anybody. Uh, they were just asking for IDs and requesting to search people's cars, and people were allowed to move.
0: What is the MDC's view on uh, the talks uh, that are coming out about a probable, a possible um, a transitional government after this army takeover?
3: For me, as a party, we are a democratic uh, party which has got structures throughout the whole country. If there is any talk of that sort of an arrangement, we will have to consult our structures They are the ones who are going to give us direction on what route to take. But I would like to say that in the right now, we are currently faced with a political crisis which has led into a legitimacy crisis, a legitimacy crisis which has led into an economic crisis. So what is needed is to resolve the political crisis, and this can only be resolved through a free, fair, and credible election. What is needed in Zimbabwe right now is for every Zimbabwe to be given an opportunity to exercise their democratic right by voting for a political party of their choice and to also make sure that whoever wins that election is given the opportunity to run the country and move the country forward so that we get out of the problems that we are currently facing. Yesterday, General Tewenga, in his statement, mentioned that Zimbabwe was going through a decline uh, in the past five years, it is indeed true that the Zimbabwean economy has gone through a decline in the past five years. And it is important for me that SADAC steps in as a matter of agency so that the issues in Zimbabwe are resolved are meetable so that the situation does not get to unprecedented levels. But for me, personally, I think what is needed is that we are left with eight months into election and we need electoral reforms so that we have got a free, fair, and credit election in order for us to return them to legitimacy.
0: But what are the chances, realistically, given the current developments, that you will be going to an election in about eight months' time?
3: Chances are there because already the biometric voter registration process has already started. However, because of these developments, I think there is a slowdown. And if the situation is resolved as soon as possible so that people continue registering as voters, we are able to have that election in eight months. And uh, if people are given an opportunity, they will vote for a leader of their choice, a political party of their own choice. And that is the party which is supposed to remove Zimbabwe uh, out of the current crisis that it is faced with.
0: And just a final one, Uh, General Chiwenga, who you mentioned not so long ago. Uh, General Chiwenga is, of course, a war veteran himself. And uh, he demanded that Mugabe stops the purging of senior ZANU-PF figures. So how do you view General Chiwenga's role and beyond uh, this particular situation if he is still in charge of uh, the Zimbabwean military? How do you foresee this playing out?
3: For me, at the moment, what is happening, from what I heard, even from the generals himself, he said the process which is going on right now is a process to uproot criminals who are anti-those who fought in the liberation struggle. And they want to put order in Zanopir so that by the time they get to their Congress in December, every person in Zanopir is given an equal opportunity to vote for whoever they want. For me, what is needed right now is for us as a country to focus on a free, fair and credible election. And and, and for me, everybody else in this country must be committed to that because we have gone and so suffering for a long time. I don't think that there is anyone who would want the situation to continue as it is. For me, I would like to plead with the Army General, with uh, General Tuyenga, and the rest of the stakeholders in Zimbabwe that we make sure that there is a free, fair, and credible election in Zimbabwe so that we return back to legitimacy. Once we return back to legitimacy, our economic problems will be
0: solved. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Dr. Dr. Togazani Kupe, who is the Vice President of the Main Opposition Party, MDC-T, for Chuangirai. And uh, Sophie, just listening to that, it's incredulous, once again, just listening to the opposition there, because if you think about General Chiwenga and where General Chiwenga comes into this, surely it's a problematic position that he occupies. He talks about the army stepping in to stop treacherous shenanigans. Not in the country, in ZANU PF. So, isn't that a problematic, you know, position that he has assumed? I think
1: the approach of the uh, commander was not correct. That's my view in terms of that issue. To say you're doing this because of a political party, he is a commander of the defence force, an institution that is supposed to protect the country and its citizens. Put the country first. So, and now I listen to MDCT. I don't understand what they want because between now and that election, what must happen? She doesn't indicate what must happen. Should there be a transitional government or Mugabe goes back and his cabinet to run the country until election? What must happen between now? There's a vacuum right now. I get a, a sense. A leader must
0: come up with a solution. Don't be all over. I, I get a sense that they haven't thought this through. Uh, thoroughly, I get a sense that the opposition are still, by and large, on the periphery of this issue because this is, by and large, a ZANU PF internal struggle. Exactly, and I think the best thing is perhaps indeed for
1: Sadek to assist, because you can't have this vacuum.